All right, we are here with Anastasia Yankova, undefeated MMA fighter, 3-0 and in Bellator. She's an artist, she's a model, and this is her very first podcast, episode number 27, and your first English-speaking podcast. Yes. And this is your first English conversation, that, or longest English conversation public, correct? Yes. Wow. So we get to know Anastasia today. Lucky gal, huh? Yeah, you made it. <laughs> you made it finally. Yeah. You hit the big time now. And also, it's first time woman here. Yes. And Ever. first time somebody who don't really speak English here. Well, somebody follows the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, by the wow. way, for helping big promote time. some of the episodes which you've done in the past. Some of them have been about you, obviously. Have you subscribed? Hey, it's how I learn English, actually. The podcast through us, yeah. <laughs> that's not good. It's a lot of bad <laughs> words, but it's a lot of bad words. <laughs> it's like 90% bad words. We'll say buddy 200 times. We'll start it's saying not that. Shakespeare English, but wow, yeah, uh, is that a dig toward me? <laughs> I'll yeah? take it. Hey, yeah. hey, the fact you watch the podcast is cool and learns yeah. English, so yeah, we'll take credit for that. No problem. And now I think a lot of my friends should yeah. be watch it and learn English too. So it's we can. We're gonna start it. selling it as English. <laughs> yeah, teaching. we're helping out <laughs> Russia. All right, I'm glad we're doing something good. Then that makes me feel better. <laughs> Thank you. So for let's get to compliment. know you a little bit here. And uh, first, I just want to say, obviously, a lot of people don't know anything about you whatsoever. You got a lot of tattoos. You fight in a cage. Um, but so we'll start out with the whole. You don't drink, you don't smoke, right? Yes. And this is by choice. This isn't because you're a fighter. This is this is just how you live. You live a clean lifestyle. Yes. What a shame. And you, you don't party a lot and, and, and no. do a lot of that stuff. No, it's not <coughs> what I like. I'm boring in club. I can be there, but I don't drink. And I just the person who can say what was yesterday, next day to people who huh, was drinking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pretend like we followed that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I do in the club. I don't remember yesterday <laughs> or the next day. That's so. pretty much full time. Wow. And I do want to congratulate you on your sobriety. You probably don't know what that means. That means sober. <laughs> yes, I don't know. You, you, <laughs> you uh, some people might not realize, but you have been sober for 22 years. And considering you're 27, that means you've, you've put the bottle down since you were had another bottle you were, since you were five. <laughs> yeah, so, it's a true story. So I got to ask you, like, <coughs> did you start at three, and then by five you were just like, ah, and you threw the Smirnoff down, or <laughs> was it like one of those Hail Mary, all or nothing when you were five, and then that was it, and you haven't drank since then? It was one time, and I remember this moment, then it was some celebrating New Year or something, and my parents... Uh, friends of my parents was uh, drinking and have fun and i was little i remember the table was like a, like like this for so me you were five yes so i was <laughs> not been this table. what <laughs> were your parents yeah. doing <laughs> aside from not watching you they they didn't care uh other kids hung out and i was i was want to drink were water they or too? something and it was look like a water but okay little. so it was an accident Yes, and but you just I remember. Drink. Yes, but and I drink it. I, yeah, I think so because it was look like a water, so <laughs> it didn't taste like water, did it? Yes, and I remember that it was not good experience. Yeah. So that's the secret: is to get your child to drink at five, and they won't drink later on in life. 
So pretty much after that, niet. Niet. Niet alcohol. No, I trained all my life. I was trained karate, and uh, I then other kids tried. I remember my mother saying me, "If you want, you can try whatever. Like, a, it's not big deal if you want." But also, she say, "But if it will be something really good, I will be do it." You know. But I never see that my mother drink something, maybe wine, but not. Yeah. something more you know and i thought okay if probably if it was really something good my mother will be good but if not probably i don't i don't need it really and it was not interesting for me i remember that i was little young girl go after school to training with big bag and that time other kids try smoke and all this stuff mm. good no, I, I guess that's a good thing. I mean, if you're going to be a fighter, alcohol doesn't mix very well. Huh? Unfortunately, with most fighters, like myself in the past, we would drink in off-season or after a fight or something like that. And then again, like what you said, we, f- we didn't feel like very good. We felt like shit. And then no. had no. to recover from uh, it. It wasn't really I understand why people do it. Mm. I mean, um, people need something for for forget about problems, for change uh, their brain for for a while for recovery maybe f- his brain his his mind but i have other things i have arts i have uh, training too actually it's help if you have problem and you have hard training yeah. after you kind of feel better yeah. um and i have i can meditation uh, meditated i i like it and it's helped me too it's harder probably but and it's long way but i think it's better and it's helped me and i'm happy that i have all this way for for clean my head yeah but i don't say that you know like i'm angel i'm so good people who drink like they weak now it's it's decision for everyone and i think if you don't drink until you don't remember like uh, where you're at right now and look like an animal it's fine until this it's okay very politically correct (laughs) i've done that one time and that's good and i will say that that's uh, you know good 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 for you because in russia it's it's a little bit more common i think i lived in russia obviously for a while um we talked about in the podcast before um and i go to russia quite often but it seems like it's it's pretty common there i mean I, i go to russia and it's like First thing they hand me is a bottle. People bring us vodka yeah. from Russia, so that's all our gifts. It seems like it's it's very common there to, to drink vodka, eat your dill pickles, have some borscht, and so it's good that you like went through that that whole thing and 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 you know it didn't uh, it didn't suck you in to where you needed to, to have to drink to to feel better. No, I agree, but not for one hundred percent. You just don't like the borscht part. <laughs> I'm lost at the pickle uh, part. <laughs> Dill pickles and vodka is like a big thing there. So pickles are huge there. Well, I don't know. mixing the... To be honest, I hear you really this don't first know? time. No. Oh, really? What is... You know Sergei Passad? I know. So when I went to Sergei Passad, mm-hmm. you go into the banya. Oh, okay. And it's they, it was always pickles and vodka. So I, I thought it was really? part of the culture. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I like both. I'll go. But we, we actually go inside uh, a sauna, and then you run outside in the snow with your shorts on. So you're smoking, and then you jump into like an ice 
water. Like they break the ice and you jump in that. Then you go back inside and they like beat you with these eucalyptus like uh, in the sauna. It's crazy. That doesn't sound fun. And then you eat dill pickles and obviously drink vodka. That's but the best part, I guess. I'm learning something. I thought it was culture. Maybe it was, no. just, maybe it was just our culture. <laughs> maybe we just we, we thought that was culture. normal. But it's kind of everywhere. Like uh, alcohol, it's part of networking. Yeah, for sure. But sure. you always can say, no, thank you, I'm fine. I drink water and before, now it's kind of a trend, be healthy, train, yeah. and uh, don't drink, don't do all of this bad stuff. But before, like a, a few years ago, mm. I was weird. I rem- For other people, like, uh, I go somewhere, they celebrate, they're drinking, and I drink water, and they ask, oh, you, you're sick? You, why? Why you don't uh, have fun? And hey, I can have fun with interesting me people without this. And yeah. now it's more and more people everywhere say similar things as mm. I say. And it feel good tomorrow. Like, uh, why, why you will do it if if you don't have really reason. Yeah, no, I I don't drink now, so I don't know how long it's gonna last, I'm sure. After we get that win in uh, Bellator 200, I might have a sip or two, but no. I'm, I actually, I haven't drank in a long time and I feel good, so I guess I agree, it feels good. Yeah. And I've been training a lot. You don't so. have time, you've been going in late night, obviously, so you can't <laughs> even drink. Yeah, so we'll get to that in a second, yeah. but also wanna talk about um, the tattoos we talked about. Your tattoos are spiritual. You're a very spiritual person. So talk about your tattoos and where they're from. I know they're from all over the world, different ethnicities, and, and, and you know, they're all cultures. spiritual yeah. cultures and stuff. Uh, okay. We have one hour, but <laughs> stop me if you do too long. Cliff notes. <laughs> because it's a lot of, yeah. But first, it's my little tattoo. It's um, first... Uh, Tattoo that I did make like a so many years ago now. Wow, <laughs> and it's Muhammad Ali. Oh, okay. uh, words uh, he say f- uh, fly like a butterfly, uh, be a cur- like a sting like a sting sting like yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> because and it it's it's not English. Yeah, yeah it's hard so to read this. yes, it's not English. Uh, it's why not English because. Every time I say that, it means different. Some annoying people who try to speak to me, then I, I don't want it. Some it just for explain. I can say that I don't like uh, to speak with annoying people because it's nobody understands <laughs> what to it hear means. That. Good thinking. <laughs> and your secret's out, so that yeah. tattoo's not going to save you anymore when guys talk to you, I think. Get another one. Um, <laughs> so what else? So, so let's just go through the the different origins of your tattoos. So, mm, the, the okay, th- most of your bite looks like it's covered in, in koi fish and stuff. I assume that's Japanese. Um, yes, I have um, two flowers uh, on my feet. It's a lotus. It's flower about spirit. It's I really like story about this flower because from this dark uh, and uh, Usually it's not clean water, you know. He go up and it's beautiful flower. Mm-hmm. What uh, what country does that represent, or what culture does that represent? It's Japanese. Japanese it's, too. Yeah. So and only one um, 
man flower who mean man spirit man um, strong as man it's on different leg peon I, I don't know how it's called in english actually but in russian it's called peon this flower so it's like in yen again because mm. it's something spiritual something about uh growing up you know and something about man energy right. uh, for other leg and i have koi and wait where's that one from it's japanese oh, it's still japanese yes and i have koi and dragon mm-hmm. uh, it's my biggest biggest tattoo and it's story legend uh from japanese again about a fish koi fish who was um I don't know how it's how it's say like a waterfall mm-hmm. and waterfall and he go up to like a swimming up mm-hmm. and it's hard it's hard work right, because right. Uh, and maybe other fish thinking that he's stupid <laughs> but he he do, he did it <laughs> and on uh, top of the waterfall uh, he becoming a dragon nice. Hard work pays off, type thing. Yeah, that makes sense. So what, then you what got else? you got one in Thailand too. Right? Yeah, her whole uh, back. Yeah. Yes, um, but uh, next one it's Indian. It's Indian, Indian goddess. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yes, and uh, it's Kali. It's by uh, goddess of evolution. Um, I make it. Then, it was moment uh, in my life. Then I change. Like uh, this uh, carp, uh, koi, koi was after my first lost in kickboxing, mm-hmm. and it was choice. Like uh, you can just just lay down on water, or you can you can pick yourself yeah. back up. Nice. And this uh, goddess kind of about similar situation. It's about something ending for something other w- w- will be begin, okay. and it's evolution uh, in our culture and I think in your culture mm-hmm. this goddess um, scared people because uh, they say that it's goddess of uh, dead mm-hmm. uh, and she look mm, scared maybe mm-hmm. from first first look uh, she have skills on her outfit mm-hmm. she have blue skin and diamond and head mm. diamond head and hand so it's a scary one uh yes <laughs> usually when you're rolling and stuff and you catch a glimpse of this tattoo it's a, it's a covered it's a scary one um maybe but she looks only like, a, from like a demon or whatever but i know i know what it means what you've told me but yes she about you about Usually she dancing about um, dead body. Uh, and <laughs> Told you. Wow. It's about ego. Yeah. She dancing on ego. You don't only body, you know. And uh, it's Shiva body. And. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's really deep. And if interesting, you can um, read a lot of uh, interesting stuff about it. And it's not close to our culture maybe mm-hmm. f- from first time but then you start reading then you start to understand why and you fall in love with this god goodness 
So and yes, I have tie tattoos. The most, yeah, the most yeah. Uh, visible tattoos you have, or your tie tattoos in the back. And I think you should tell that story because that's unique in the fact of how you got those tattoos and what they mean. So explain that a little bit. Mm, so it's sakyant. It's not even tattoos uh, like like these, like other tattoos. Mm-hmm. It's not machine. Yeah, it's. Um, I don't know how bamboo. it's called. Bamboo. Yeah, bamboo. They use the bamboo. Yeah. Okay. Now and they monks do it, correct? Yes. I uh, Every time I go to one monk who... It's not monk. It's shaman. Because monk even cannot touch woman, you know. Okay. Like, uh, it's, it's different. It's uh, not monk. And in Thai, uh, every man have to be three months monk, you know. Like a... It's uh, right of passage. Really we just we, we yeah. just lost yeah. our our audio video guy. He, he went and one of our trainers monk. and one of our trainers yeah. went to become a monk recently. Yeah. So it's it in Thai culture it's kind of it's not means monk it's some um, holy person you know like it's, shaman, yeah so. every every man do it so it's good for karma and all of this mm-hmm. stuff. And this shaman, I go to him and he make this, um, I think, magic tattoo. I can say it. I, I believe in this. And I, it's not um, really good to talk too much about it. Okay. But I believe in this. I believe that uh, it's, um, it's helped me maybe. And you can... If you're interesting about it, you you can see this tattoo on all of my Thai fighter, I guess. Yeah. But some from them true. Then, I mean, tr- then I say true. I mean, it's like monk or shaman, and they um, so say Went some the whole mantras. Yeah, and yeah. it's really ritual, spiritual process. Yeah. Or, uh, it's just tattoo salon, and he some drunk people make it for yeah. you and, you, and you've came back a few times and we can obviously see different additions so how many times have you actually went and went through the whole process and got the tattoos i know there's at least like what is it three or something and then and yeah. then how are you getting more as a sit or like what how? um i think not more really big yeah. but something little probably it's mantras it's uh you, you speak with this um shaman it's Better if you have translator because mm. he don't speak English, and you talking about your not problems but m- maybe what you want, uh, what you need for harmony in your life. Mm. And I know a lot of people, uh, my friends and uh, not close friends but people who I know, and they maybe it's because of energy, maybe because of they believe in this, but they had big problem like uh, they uh, was cannot um, make baby mm. and they go there asking was um, uh, make these mantras these rituals make tattoo and super soon it's happened yeah, yeah. but they try a few years so and you can say that it's just because they believe in this or something but I think that it's energy and it's it's work Cool. And also, it's not. Um, it's really important. It's last one. What I want to say <laughs> about this: um, you promise, don't do some things. Okay. So, you. Um, it's 
different for every um, shaman school. I mean, um, tra- tradition. Mm-hmm. Every um, shaman, maybe it's different, a little bit. But uh, the most uh, important things, it's same. Like you cannot uh, drink until you <laughs> look like an animal, and uh, other is changing, but not do like bad things because it's um not clean buddhism mm. i mean clear buddhism yeah but it's uh cl- close to buddhism nice and you do go to the temples a lot because we ask you sometimes what you do on the weekends and and you do you go almost every weekend to the temples locally here <laughs> yeah it's it's true and what do you do you just go and and, and um so i'm uh, I cannot say that, oh, I'm Buddhist, and Buddhism, it's not religion, really, mm-hmm. it's uh, philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of things really close to me, and I feel there that it's a um, place with huge energy, because mm-hmm. a lot of people go there and asking about something, and uh, say thank you about something, and I, I can feel it. Mm-hmm. So, and pure harmony there and I feel good and for me it's just place where I can clean my mind I don't uh, say that it's good but uh, different religion is bad or different philosophy is bad no whatever will help you yeah that makes sense yeah definitely and then so let's get into your training a little bit here um how's your training camp going um and how is it training these weird hours I know we talked about in a previous podcast but I have you getting acclimated to London time. And so for, this is our second week training at, on London hours. And how's that going? And how has your camp went so far? It's a weird feeling that I speak with my coach about my training, how my training going, doing. Maybe she, I will she should have you. asked you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I will ask Tell you me then. How, how well, we got at least 10 going. other people watching, so. Yeah. Uh, so. It's good. I'm I'm fine, and it, it's crazy. Yeah, then we changed time because we had acclimatization acclimatization before we go there. Yeah. It's first time in my life I feel it, yeah. and I already feel kind of like I'm in London because there are people here sleep. I'm training, <laughs> and there are people training here. It's at morning time. I, I'm just sleep, and. My training wa- uh, was at 11 before, mm-hmm. now it's 5. And first, a few days, ooh, it was so hard. And especially at 11, 11 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> and, we, and we'll train up yeah. to like 12, 12.30 in the middle of the night. So that's a, it was late last week for me too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I stay up late all the time anyway, but like being at a gym training and I, and I train as well that during the time, it's, that's rough to get used to. Is it eerie at midnight? Nobody there? Well, we have the security there. Well, yeah, but yeah. But you know what he does. I mean, yeah. he just walks around <laughs> and shines a flashlight <laughs> at us. So we have security there, but, uh, you, you know gotta what I mean? Quit, no, you got to quit telling people that we train there. <laughs> like we, we talked about this last night. Cause like you said that when people come in and they're at, they're like, where's Anastasia or where's Mike or whatever. You're like, Oh, they train at like 11 PM at nighttime. So last night we were there and it was eerie. It, w- it was definitely eerie. And, uh, with the security guard there, we were like, there's been people there before, you know? So it's like, I was like, man, I gotta tell Mark, 
maybe not to tell people <laughs> that we train there. Well, that's good. They know people there 24 hours. At right? 11 o'clock, though. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's a little... Yeah, but a, a lot of creepy people. She gets a lot of people coming up to her yes. all the time. Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't want any creeps showing up at 11. I leave and all this yeah, stuff. How ask, many people ask where she lives? I swear, so many people are like, hey, well, what condo does she stay at? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I always tell them, oh, man, she's in Bangkok. Yeah, it's quite the <laughs> commute. <laughs> yeah. It's a two-hour flight every morning for her. And it's interesting to note that uh, after this podcast, we're going straight to training now. So it's actually three, almost 3.30 right now. So we haven't even started the day yet. And here it is, 3.30. So it's you have your sparring today. Mine's almost over. Yeah. No, you're going to work extra now that you're doing the podcast today. <laughs> awesome. To get this time off. <laughs> awesome. This is, this is a break. This isn't work. Wow. So so the, you feel a lot better now, though, that the, we're doing this uh, climatization and getting ready for the, the time zone. And I will say it's interesting to note that uh, that Kay Jackson, which is her opponent for, you know, UFC, I'm sorry, UFC, Jesus Christ, Bellator yeah. 200, uh, is training in Amer- America. She's actually, she went from London to America. So the fight's in London, but she chose to go to America to, to train, which is kind of weird considering you have to get adjusted yeah. twice. But uh, she's a tough opponent. And, uh, you know, she's 9-3. and three. She's fought top-level um, fighters, which is why I said UFC right now, because she fought uh, Joanna, yeah. and she fought a couple, a couple top, other ones. top yeah. UFC uh, contenders. So she's definitely a legitimate opponent, very tough. So we've taken this camp very, very seriously, and, and we've we've studied very hard, and, and we're doing everything in our power to prepare, which is why we started so so early on this this training on London time, because we don't want to take any anything away from just the training itself and the recovery so that you can and, and I also want to say that you're healthy and so that's obviously that's obviously yeah. a, I know you don't like talking about it but how, how do you feel just just briefly overall in your health department and uh, weight department because you're obviously only a what, what a kilo and a half two kilos over right now yeah so but uh, I had say something what can people feel pity to me or something you know so i'm fine i'm finally feel good i don't have problem right now and i can eat so it's good then you're training and you can eat um if you throw it's not working um even then you breathe it make you fat so it's pretty, <laughs> pretty. Hard. I don't mean to laugh at that. I'm not laughing at your condition. I just never heard that. <laughs> if you breathe, you get fat. Yeah, yeah from water, from breeze. Well, how about fun. since your training yeah. hours are all different? I assume your eating hours have changed too. Is that hard to adjust to, or? What do you mean? It's like well, obviously you're everything's just changed over. That's what I mean. Is yeah, it just yeah. everything fast forwarded six yeah, hours yeah, or whatever? Basically. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, everything changing, and it's so weird because I fall asleep then. Um, I feel how birds and uh, at window like uh, st- start singing. So yeah, like a morning <laughs> time. Okay, so all right, so I know you don't want to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it because I'm your trainer and I want to talk about these things because you're you're very humble and um, you. The thing is, it's like it's amazing to me because I've already said this in previous podcasts that. Um, you're one of the strongest mental fighters I've ever trained with. Khabib is, is, is also one of those, those really strong, just minded fighters. And like, that's a dangerous thing when you're a fighter, because if you can't break somebody and someone has the cardio that she has and Khabib, 
I mean, you have to stop them. I mean, you have to like, you know, you have mm-hmm. to put them away. You, you, they're not going to stop. You're not going to outwork these type of people. And, you know, obviously from the Veda fight, you, you unfortunately got caught early and your whole face got broken. I mean, you broke every bone in your face almost, your nose, your jaw, your, your ear, your eye. And you went on two and a half rounds after that and won that fight. And she has a winning record. Then you went on to fight, you know, your next fight, and she has a winning record and has been winning since, and you beat her as well. Um, but what people don't realize is that, that I knew, and, and obviously you've never said, and you didn't want to even say it right now, which I, f- I find just so fascinating, is that you've been battling a serious thyroid issue and, you know, one that's so serious that you shouldn't even be training, more or less fighting. And you've been fighting through it, and that's why you've had the weight issues, and that's why you've had these problems where it's affected your fight camps and it's affected your your fights, and you've still been going through and winning. And even when you had a tough fight with Veda, and even when um, you didn't have the performance that you ideally wanted in your last fight, um, and you took the criticism for that um, and and for the catch weights and and, and the stuff, you never made an excuse. Like you never told anybody about the fact that it was a medical condition. It wasn't the fact that you weren't doing your job. It wasn't the fact that you, you know, you really thought, you really believed in yourself you can make the weight even with this medical condition, but we underestimated it. And you've taken this year off as far as um, getting your health checked, but you're still training and, and you got it under control. So this is, this is exciting for me because this is the best I've ever seen you, obviously, but it's also the first time anyone's gonna see you being as healthy you know, like being 100% healthy and having your weight under control and you're just as strong. So I can say it and I will. I know you don't want me to say it probably, but I'm not making excuses for you because you've won every fight. So it's not like we're making excuses. You've, you've won it. You've got a 5-0 and record in, in MMA and you've only had five fights. So uh, it doesn't get better than that. And I just want to say just hats off to you for that because, you know, that, that's really humble of you to, to never make that excuse when you could have. And, and even as you showed right now, you didn't want to talk about it right now even though you're healed up and you're healthy and you're not making an excuse for this fight. So um, I'm excited about that. And uh, I think it's going to be a great fight. Bellator 200 coming up in London, May 25th. Um, camp's going great. Let's talk about some of your training partners. Um, we, we said we were bringing in some people, and, and we got some very, very tough talent. Yeah. So you've been watching some of the training. What, yeah. what, since we... I'm a training coach, obviously. Well, that, that Bama champion, uh, Danny. Daniel, you know? yeah. Um, Daniel Juarez. Yeah. So he's he's a, the world Bama champion at her weight class, yeah. and he's been in there helping her every single day. In fact, we're sparring. She's got to spar this guy yeah. and, in a couple Hour hours. And a yeah. yeah. I mean, how cool is this guy? He, he originally came here for, what, four days? And him and uh, his buddy, his whole, actually, a couple of his team, I guess you should say, a few people, um, extended their stay to... Uh, to help you out for and a long time yeah. I mean, he's been here for a lot of yeah they, they the it pretty healthy it, it's not the cheapest thing to change a ticket yeah. and stay in thailand and then for them to do that and, and help out all the time too. oh yeah great well, of course and then um i heard they're also going to your fight too so that's that's the cool yeah. thing so yeah. not only is it, are they helping you with your fight camp so much but they believe in you so much as far as mm-hmm. like how good you are and like you should hear these guys after her training session about how how strong certain things are i'm not going to get into mm-hmm. details because uh, strategy in the Game fight plan. but they're so excited they're they're flying to london to to watch her fight and bring in a group with them because yeah. they're just so excited to see this this fight after training with her and 
it's awesome, man. Like you said, like it's, it's really, really cool. And, and we have yeah. obviously everybody else, you know, obviously Dylan's helping you all the time. Yeah. Katie coming in. Katie's yeah. coming in. We, we, and, and, and we're bringing, that's the thing about AK that, that we've talked about before, but in case somebody missed it, that's the one good thing about um, AK is we're like such a family that like when we have fighters like Anastasia getting ready for a fight, who, who's a core member of the team, you know, not only AK Thailand, but AK in general, when she needs help at 11 o'clock at night, how hard was it to find people? Nobody. Everybody said yes. Everybody said I mean, yes. Yeah, nobody gave a problem. That's one right, yeah. So we yes. have as many people as we want, and, and more people are asking. Like the, the other yeah. Russian kid, he wants to. Yeah. He comes in anyway, even though I told him we don't need him. He comes in just in case something happens where you know Daniel gets hurt or something. You know, mm -hmm. something happens and he needs to jump in. So he'll come in just just in case as a backup. So it's been a a dream camp for her. Does that remind you of your AK San Jose days? Absolutely, and it's something very very rare for a destination gym in this part of the world because you get all these fighters that think they know what they're doing and they hop from gym to gym to gym and they want to do what they want to do and they don't want to listen to anybody and, and they don't understand how important the values of having a team is. Mm -hmm. You can't do anything alone, okay? Be it, fighting is a, is a, you know, it's, it's a sport that you go out there and you do by yourself, but you don't prepare by yourself. Exactly. It's a team sport. You know what I mean? You, your team is everything. AK's proved it. We've had so much success with, with our team. And that loyalty, like Habib, if you look at the Habib uh, podcast, he talks about how loyal he is to AKA and how he'll never change and how that loyalty affects him being a better fighter. Because, you know, when you're loyal to everybody and you have this team around you, when you need them, they're there to help yeah. you. And you're going to need them and vice versa. But when you got that guy that comes in here and there and he hops to this gym and hops to that, nobody wants to help that guy, you know what I mean? Because he's not there to help you or, or, or girl or whoever. So it's really cool that like, you know, we're starting to get that here now yeah. and, and people are starting to get but it now. They're starting to see it through her. Yeah, Extremely loyal and she's trained at AK San Jose as well. She's so, AK fully. Yeah, in exactly. fact, Javier, um, on an almost daily basis, Javier texts me about her training and, Checks I, on her. and I send him, I have James film every sparring session and we're sending videos back and forth to AK headquarters or headquarters and Javier is examining her sparring and help helping coach me to coach her, you know, cause I'm kind of the Javier of AK Thailand and I want to make sure I'm doing my job right. And, and I want to take as much advice as I can soak from, from guys like Javier. So. <laughs> Okay. But like, but like, as you've seen recently, I mean, the difference is oh, it's amazing, it's phenomenal difference. Because you've been, how long have you been AK now? It's about two years, I guess. Two years. That doesn't seem that long. It's crazy. No. Time flies. So you came to AK Thailand. You, I know. I remember you were on like a tour, which I found this out after, obviously. But you were on like a tour of a bunch of gyms, and you went to. I saw you training at. Because once you came to AK Thailand, we were trying to figure out who you were and and what your background was, and you had went with. Uh, you went to a bunch of different gyms, including I saw you training with Hoist Gracie. I saw you training at a few different Mike's gyms. Gym or something like that. Yeah, uh, well, you were at uh, what were some of the others? No, I, I was travel. Just traveling around, having fun and training. Yes, and uh, I I had time, and I I understand that 
I need um, high level gym, high level uh, coaches if I want to be in high level, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and I was to go to America, of course, because it's um, it's where everything starts. Yeah. So it's a uh, home of MMA, right? And um, it was cool. I was uh, met a lot of interesting cool people i was so in inspiring then how fighters who i was watching on tv yep. they, how they really nice friendly in life and help you and all of this stuff and it was fun it was really interesting good experience and then i go to ak thailand mm. I was feel something like a, something like a home. I don't mm. know, and it's not about other gym, but I don't say of it. Course, no, yeah, it, yeah, of it's, course, it's good. But I feel something like a wow. I, I would be like to to stay here longer and understand what 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 is it? Why I feel it? So and after I go to AK headquarters, mm-hmm. uh, not for long time, just for for a week or something, mm-hmm. and. I remember that you say ha- Javier for he would be care about me there and I remember my training then he say so welcome Anastasia and these people who don't know about me like a uh, um uh DC That's one of he, your favorites Daniel Cormier. Y- yes because I was so I was in so like a shock yeah. kind of because for me, it was it's legend of sport and a lot of actually legends of sport there, yeah. and they guys really helped me. Luke explained me how to uh, work in at wall, but yeah. it's, it was just training together with legends, and I was just little girl who first time like almost first time in America maybe three. It was number number two, number three, but. I was so excited and I was feel like a wow dream so close and uh Carmier who um Daniel who every time uh, make me um make extra push ups <laughs> and say hey who want to be champion here and it's little things and you're super tired and you just want to sit and drink water but then Daniel say you extra push-ups for champion you don't have choice yeah. and it's good atmosphere fun atmosphere and in aka talent it's um kind of it's not tight gym you know like uh, it's american gym in thailand mm-hmm. and it's big huge difference because it's professional um it's like professional everything what you do you know and I'm so happy to be part of all this big, big team, big family, and I really feel it. And in this camp, then these people who see me first time, you know, who respect you and respect AKA and see what you did here. And I understand that they okay give me credit because I'm with these people you know and i'm in this gym and i'm with you so and i feel this help and it's help from daniel from 
really high level uh, athlete and it's a lot it's a lot yeah. for me i just have six fights and mma you know and it, it's big it's good so i'm just lucky i guess that i have everything and this all of these opportunities what i can you know well, yeah. yes. I was gonna say it's, t it's a testament to you too. I mean, because you are so nice and you're good with all the other students and all the other fighters, and you help everybody too. You know, give yourself some credit too. I mean, I mean, I know it must be annoying when people come in. Oh, will you sign this? Take a picture with me. And I mean, you never turn anybody away. You're so nice to you know, no matter who they are. So, I mean, that is a testament to you as well. So, and thank you, thank you. Mm. And I think this what I learned too. So. You know, like uh, soccer players, how they're acting with uh, journalists, how they're acting with fans sometimes. And such a huge difference in MMA fighters. And especially, I was learning it in uh, Bellator events and mm. in AK too. So then, huge star actually. In gym, you, you never will recognize that it's a person legend of this sport yeah. he just hard worker there yeah. you know and for me it's learned too like uh, okay it's if these guys acting like this it's have to be like this mm -hmm. and how they make interview how they um talking with fans it doesn't matter how long this line of fans they do it before fight they do it after fight and it's a lot it's mm -hmm. respect for people who who believe in you who root on you you know so i learned all of these things and i'm i'm really happy that i i have this opportunity like uh, look at stars and take something from them you know yeah and i want to say a couple of things too um lost my train of thought it happens. <laughs> but I want to say one of the things. Well, that was a good, good speech you just did. A nice commercial. Yeah, voice, I know. You, know? you got into that. It was, it was, yeah. it was really Thank good. You. And uh, yeah, and, and, and it's a testament to you, like what you were saying, because you know, for me, we talk all the time, and, and you know how frustrated I get sometimes, or got before, especially about the fighters that come through here. Yeah. And and I'm used to that AKA type of of fighter. You know, I'm used to that loyalty, hardworking, no complaining, grinder achieving success type of fighter like that we've had at aka so when we get people in here that want to take shortcuts and and want to do this want to do that and and they don't want to and they're not loyal and that's they, why they're two and four and, and, when and they come. it frustrates me because i put my time especially in the beginning of this gym i put so much time into these people and they don't really have what it takes and they need to learn that because they're going to waste a lot of their time you know what i mean mm. so you coming in here you have you have that so it, it's 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 great for me to be able to have a fighter like yourself who understands that and and who just comes in and and you train and you work hard and you don't complain and you do what we say and your results are showing and a lot of people have put a lot of pressure on on anastasia i'll say like she's here but uh, on anastasia because she has a huge following you know obviously she came from kickboxing and then modeling and so she had a big following coming in and she got a huge following on instagram and everything else so you know when she fought for bellator in her first couple fights ever in mma you know she has all this pressure, you know, and all these interviews and all this like co-headlining your last fight of the Bellator and stuff. And it's like, for her, that's a lot of pressure to deal with. And everyone kind of expects like, she's like a Ronda Rousey from the Olympics coming in there, who's been an athlete for 20 years, you know, and mm -hmm. like, 
you know, an expert at her field, she's growing like everyone else. And so she's had to deal with that and just keep moving forward. And, 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 and it's been a tough, tough road for someone like her to come in with that kind of pressure in just a few fights. And she's done every time. She's won every fight. And, and she's pushed through it. And now she's more healthy. She's going to be more acclimated. She's more hungry. And she's so much better than before. It's exciting. I'm excited to be in a corner for this fight. And, you know, I can't say enough. This is going to be a good one. You know, and I think it's a good opponent to, to showcase that because she's a good opponent. You know, she's, yeah. she's, she's paid her dues. She's got a lot of fights. She's fought some former champions, even in the UFC. So this is a great fight to get in there and show what, what she can do now and not without a little of that pressure, you know, she, since she's not a co-headliner on this card or, or main event or something. So, you know, I think that's great in the well. prelims, I believe. Yeah, so I think it's, uh, it's good to have that. You know, exactly. she's, she's going to have everything going for her in this fight, and that's what we're excited about. So, you know, again, so can that I, can I ask how do you, how do you see the fight going? Do you? I, I mean, without getting giving away too much of the strategy, but it's kind of giving away the strategy. Yeah, I mean, it, but but I mean, winning, you can say, Mark. Winning. I mean, I, I understand you probably want to win it, but I just I guess you really can't really answer you without. Not really, I don't uh, want her to say too much. I'm scared of what you're going to say. Yeah. No, I let's uh, me. Next time after fight and talking about it again. Well, we'll tell you <laughs> well, when we're starting. <laughs> but the, the situation is this is like the one another huge advantage. And we've already went over all these advantages. Another huge advantage we have is no one's seen her in over a year. So the difference you can make in a year at a gym like this is drastic. So we've worked on a lot of stuff. And, and we've also studied. Oh, you I know, know. I know in a I recent know. interview. I know you know. But a lot of people don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I know in, in like uh, I read our son interview with Kay Jackson and she said how she doesn't really know much about Anastasia and doesn't study her and all that. Okay, she's either lying or she should be in a different sport. If, if you're really going to get in a cage and fight somebody and you haven't studied that, op that person, that opponent, and, and, and yourself. I know you have coaches that do things for you, but if you haven't studied that person yourself, how you're going to go in there and win and visualize it 100 times, you're in the wrong sport. The, the people are too good now you know it's not the old yeah. days and so either way it doesn't matter that who cares what she's doing but the point is we do we do we study kate we studied her down to the yeah. down to every we, single we fight every single move day. every single yeah. everything so it's like we feel really good about the fight so i don't want to say too much about it but i just wanted to say that and get that out of the way so it's going to be a good fight it's going to be good she's excited she's where she needs to be uh, her weight's good her strength is great and like I said, we're about to go spar with Daniel. What a great training partner. I mean, these rounds are amazing. I wish we could show them. We don't want to showcase too much of the sparring, but as you've seen, yeah. how amazing are these sparring rounds? I mean, she's going with guys, and some of them are world champions. And, like, it's exciting to watch the sparring, man. I mean, she's – I'd say – well, you can, we can say she's doing good. Yeah. She's holding her own, right? Almost knocked that guy out the other day. Oh, stop. Nice stop. No. Not Daniel. He's no, 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 super, not him. Not super, him. super, super, super <laughs> not professional. No, that's before Daniel was here. But, but yeah, yeah. She's, 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 she's got some, some danger in there. Um, and let's also get into, so we've always talked about the fight. We talked about you. You are a painter, an artist. I'm sorry. You're an artist. And I want to showcase a little bit of your artwork because I think you're really good. And it's something else to add to all these things the that, you, that you do because this must be what you do when you're not at the gym because you don't go clubbing you don't drink yeah. um so do you want to go over a couple of these really fast just briefly um some of these pieces that you brought so yeah but i will be really really short now yeah sure because just i think arts say themselves so but yeah, it's me and it's sound so what was the vision behind this painting where, were you, where was your head when you painted this? It's about my dream. 
uh, and I was walking in dark jungle and meet Panther and she said me that you cannot find light outside so you light only inside your soul and you have to share it and it will be show you right way and it will be Maybe just put over like here. A yeah. So so you met another painter in the jungle painter. in your dream. No, pa pa painter. It's <laughs> Panther. Yeah. Just just for reference. What did I, just hear? I was over here. How does a panther go? <laughs> it's just uh How does a panther go? Let's just one more time. Let's, I'm, no, just in case I run into a, a panther in my dream, <laughs> I want to know that it's there. So <laughs> how does it go? I one more time. How, no. how does it <laughs> stop? I'm just. It's just if your English so poor. So you didn't run into a painter. You ran yeah. into a panther. It doesn't matter panther, what yeah. language okay. you speak. It's still a. What does the fox say? Here, come on. Okay. You know. So, it's so really this is the one that scares me a little bit. So, so go ahead and talk about this one real quick. And it's it's so. it goes with this one, correct? Oh yeah. It's together. Okay. So we got these two. It's uh, wow, <laughs> so cool! I even don't need to uh, hold it. Well, you painted it. So I'm sure you know what it is. <laughs> We're so easel going, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's about. Um, I think that the most danger, most hard for leave jail, like prison, it's prison inside your head. So oh, wow. it's about That's it. Thai prison sucks too, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so you're yeah. basically saying you're th the biggest prison's in your head and you're trying to break free of that. Yes, and only one way for this, it's love. Love. Yeah. Okay. It's you well, interesting, deep. guys, about uh, my my arts. You can find more explain in my Instagram. Pum, pum. And this one, and that's Instagram at Anastasia underscore Yankova. She's got a huge <laughs> following, but she's very good at posting uh this kind of stuff and, and being really good with the fans. I really like this one. So explain this a little bit. Uh, hold it a little straight. Yeah, perfect. So the camera can see. Uh, so nobody perfect and me not perfect too. But I believe that every person can find right person who will be take you with all of your sides. Mm -hmm. So you're one side, then you're angry, then you're danger, and your good side, then you you know nice yeah this is probably my favorite when you brought this in today, i like that one too mike is dare to say she's a true mixed martial artist <laughs> <laughs> it's okay and then you got this one you have to explain this one because I, I you, you didn't this, tell us about uh, this one sometimes before. i just um make something about my emotion for this moment so okay. if uh, you will be look how it's um looking it's Pl plastic bag everywhere and I just do like this and sometimes I play music and do it with my fingers and so it just um, I might go my emotional go away it's something like drinking maybe but so you made this <laughs> when you were five uh, <laughs> finger no. this is, this yeah is. but I I would be advised try to people try it seriously cool. because it's therapy. It's Ther cool. I was it's therapeutic. Yeah. Okay. And this one I wanna give you guys for your studio. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, yeah, it's my little gift, and I don't sign it. It's it's already, but I will. I can do it right now. Okay, thank you. 
All right. Yeah, nice. go ahead. Oh, cool. All right, we'll put it we'll put it somewhere in here for sure. Yeah, we'll put it on eBay. <laughs> yeah. It'll be available for purchase. We'll put it here until you start selling these things, and then we'll when the price goes up, we'll... Oh, Jeez, you signed very aggressively. Okay, so let me let me. <laughs> wow, I talked to you about this before, and I, and uh, I want to touch on this because here we'll put this down here. I want to touch on this because I think this is very very important. Considering I don't know much about art, I'm learning kind of from things you've talked about and and stuff. But so you will not. You were in art school, and 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 you will not paint nothing because someone wants you to in other words like like you won't paint an object or a picture or look at something and paint it everything you paint comes from your soul and that's the only thing that you'll you'll paint and did you say that was the reason you had problems in school and and I think I think it's amazing that that, that when you paint it comes from your soul and that you refuse to just paint something to paint something and tell me if I'm accurate on that and, so, and what it yeah, means I was uh, in university mm-hmm. and I learned arts and design uh, close design and yeah a few years I, I try I try to listen and but it's getting worse and worse because then you you won't do what you feel and it's art it's still arts then you do what you feel then you stop do what you feel and do what other people say it's fake but sometimes it's fake can mm, make you money you know mm-hmm. and yes it's how this uh, world work but it's so uh, it's so hard to to take it you know yeah and yeah i thought that okay thanks my uh, teachers they give me a lot of things but i don't need really need this diploma for be really artist you know yeah no you don't and and i and i want to say that in my opinion i'm going to go ahead and make a prediction here but to all your followers because you have a lot of followers that really follow you and and there's like a cult behind you with this yankova army and stuff like that yeah. i want to say i think your artwork's going to do really well considering when people buy a piece of your work they're getting a piece of of your soul kind of like and not just something that you saw around the house and you decided to draw so i don't know my opinion i think that's pretty cool like that's that's some uh yeah. that's interesting I think people feel it. Like uh, you can make music for for money, and you c- can make music because you cannot don't make it. Right. And this it's same. Yeah, that's really cool. And uh, moving on from there, so we can get the podcast going. Uh, what about? I want to bring I want to bring up something that's a little funny to me and Mark. Uh, we caught you talking, obviously, and we talked a little bit about this in training about the house going into your house. <laughs> And uh, wow. so you have to explain the story because me and Mark have a field day with things like this. So what is the th- the thing of going into your house in Russia? Like what's the... <laughs> is it like a tradition? <laughs> it's, it's like hiding. When you, when you want to hide in, in Russia or as a kid or something, you go into your house or something. So in reality, kids have game, then they're running after each other and try to touch uh, each other and who was touched then I'm in <laughs> Mark played <laughs> so, this game a lot. yeah so it may be <laughs> two weeks ago <laughs> but then you don't want to play you can just do like this I'm at home so and this habit I think I saved this habit for years if I don't be here I'm just 
I'm at home. So, so you're at home. It's end so of you don't have to make a home. <laughs> Is it like, I thought it was you made a room. No, home. but you it's did it before you like made this. a home. Uh, <laughs> we changed yeah. it. Yeah, like it's this. this now. So Mark went to jail. Would that be like like this? <laughs> no, that's log cabin. Oh, this is jail. Yeah. Okay, jail's up and down. Okay. <laughs> it didn't work. I still got touched in jail. You got yeah. They see they still touched him anyway. Uh, so you have to make it really fast. Really fast. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't fast enough. Uh, I'm not. All right, so okay, so now, I just had to ask because that's I don't know what, what brought that up that day, but that just turned into a really funny. I, I liked uh, one day when I caught her, I think while she was on the treadmill, whatever that Chippendale song or oh, oh yeah. that's my favorite. You you got you got to sing a little <laughs> bit for us because you do the a Russian version. <laughs> no. Hold up. Go. No, no. Y'all keep talking. Yeah, I want to. I got to. Keep talking. Talk about. I know you can please. talk about because uh, while I'm trying to find this uh, Russian version of the Chippendale. Chippendale. <laughs> okay, so while I'm trying to find this. Um, I can sing it without no, this I want to put thing. the YouTube because I want people to hear this. <laughs> and then uh, talk about oh, the. Okay, okay, so you have a big uh, fixation with yeah. Air Jordans. Yeah. And you have. It's random, but you have. You, how many Air Jordans do you have? Shoes. Oh, I don't know. Here in Thailand, about. 10, 12, maybe. Pairs of shoes. Yes. That's an entire suitcase. That's but for Thailand, it's kind of not useful, you know. But I was just cannot stay in, in my home in Russia. because. But other I stay, so it's not all. So how many other pairs do you get? Like some... Oh, yeah. Heels, about, yeah. But do you have more. any other sports shoes? Yeah. Sports shoes, um, here, not a lot of... Uh, I don't want to make commercial, but it's other <laughs> brands. <laughs> <laughs> what about, uh, I mean, because Jordan's obviously huge around the world. I'm he's, he's a LeBron James fan. Yeah, personally, uh, LeBron James is a better basketball this. player. Uh, you know, especially here recently with the two. I have yeah. one in Russia, 12. You have 12 Tw- LeBrons? No, 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 12, it's model. Oh, 2012. Yeah. No, no, not 12. Or yeah. LeBron number 12. Yeah, yeah. So 2014-ish, 2015. Wow. So you got LeBron so, James shoes and Air Jordans. What size so do who's, you wear? who's the best player? 38. I don't know what that <laughs> is. It's, it's European. <laughs> right? So, so yeah. who, who was the best player in their prime? Uh, Michael Jordan or LeBron James, in your opinion? I don't know Ooh. if you followed actual basketball, yeah, just like the shoes. But what, what, just, just guess. Say something so, so he'll jump in because he loves this kind of talk. Uh, okay. It's too legend. I don't want to compare it. And I, I don't want to say something what I, you know, like a, I really don't know about. I can say that I more like model 12 at um, Gospody LeBron, but 11 and 13, I like more Jordan. So, but it's too So legend. you judge who's a better player by the shoes design? Because I, I'm a designer, you know, I'm artist, and I don't really in basketball topic, but they're amazing, so they're both amazing. Back. So what does this do for you? You have to sing along. Come on, you have to. Just don't. No, no, no. Come on, come on. I will waiting this part. She wants to go home. I know you want this part. Come on. Chip 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 can we do it together? We are not doing that together. Why? I don't speak Russian. I guess I could do that part. <laughs> God. It's our last podcast, you know that? 
That's funny. So this is what you listened to as a kid, or what? Is that what brought this whole thing up? And we. Um. Yeah. Your favorite cartoon? I yeah, I was like this cartoon, and also, then um, something happened, and friends came, like uh, for helping. Mm-hmm. I was singing this song yeah. because it's about they, you know, Chip and Dale. Yeah. Go to help. It's in, in Russia. It's something like this. Go to help. Go to help for help. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's I'm a translator. And she thinks she speaks really bad English, but yeah. she yeah. does well, very well, very well. Have you heard us speak Russian? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so good. No, but if you and I don't think you've blinged too much today. <sighs> I was trying so hard. Oh, I don't Kolosh. think she's done it one time. So blin means pancake in Russia. Yeah, but it's my favorite. <laughs> but it also <laughs> means kind of like what? What would you translate that to in English? It's kind of like uh, oh, uh, shit. Oh, oh shit. Kind of. But, but it's like every other word that comes out of her mouth. Blin, 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 blin oh, all day, every day. I hope my day. mother not do one more set. Blin, just blin all the time. Every time I come Karochi around the city, blin, blin. Gusbadin. Pinky ring worth about fifty? No, no mm. rap and. Oh no rap! I think it's enough. Oh, what what I think it's enough for today? Gangsta shot. No rap. Next time. <laughs> DJ Kanye. Chip and Dells was enough. That's yeah. not rap. Yes, it's, it's but cool though. It's, it's about cool. two squirrels that fly on a plane and help people. They're, they're chipmunks. They're not squirrels. Whatever. It, it, the translation in Russia, they're they're squirrels. Okay, well we'll wrap this up because Anastasia's got to get ready to go sparring, oh, yeah, go and that's I know how that is before. It's yeah, stressful. it's too much secrets. People will know that I say blin blin every time, even though then I'm on cut weight and, you know. Hey, that's it's one of your go-to words. Protein now they know blin. what blin means. We taught, this is a teaching podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's so important word. So, anyway, thanks for being on the podcast. I appreciate it. You were actually one of our most requested guests. Many people wanted to to meet you and, and find out, you know, who you are because you don't talk a lot. You don't. Yeah, because you I don't speak English. You do. You just did an entire <laughs> podcast. Mm. But you're a mystery because you don't talk a lot. And I, I think there's a lot of people that don't really know the real you. So it's good that we got to kind of open you up a little bit and, and showcase who you are and how you train and, and what your motivations were. Okay, but two years ago, then I, my first interview in English, the most funny comments was in Kova English level. Now my friends always kidding about this it's like a super low you did fine but i do have one more question before we leave we can't leave without asking this question um such a basic question that we totally missed but what got you in to i guess kickboxing first and then mma second what what drove someone like you who was in college you're an artist you have other things obviously going for you what made you decide to get into a ring or a cage and punch people in the face and you're so mean at it. It's not like you're just doing it and seeing how it turns out and not good at it. You're, you're like vicious. So where did this transition happen? So I think you understand me for 100%, but for other people, I will right. try to explain. I don't know like how drug make you feel, mm-hmm. but this moment, then you go to cage to ring the adrenaline we call it. it yeah it's i think it's a high high level of uh, so legal drugs you know yeah also and if i would be not trained i would be never know who i am 
and mm. I would be never know where is line. You know, you always think that it's close, then you will be just say, f- "Oh, no, that's say okay. Tra- <laughs> don't you worry. <laughs> fuck. Don't I think you worry. <laughs> say it with exactly. a fuck. 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 Uh, okay. So sometimes you think that you're really close to say fuck everything, you know, and there just you go. Tra- good girl. <laughs> okay, learn English. Miss Mark and Mike. Hey, they're, they're very <laughs> useful words. I can't believe on this podcast you haven't got that yet. How many different meanings that word has? Oh, so, so yeah. many. It's like bleen for us. That's very Good important. Much. One of the first words what I learned, actually. So, but. Six. Yeah. But you don't do it, you know. You you stay there because, because you know that you can do more than you think. And. But was it a movie or obviously there had to have been something visual for me it was the watching the karate kid and movies and, and Chuck Norris stuff like that. Was there something visual that you saw growing up that like made you want to be a fighter as far as like you had to see it somewhere. Yeah, obviously. sure. So yeah. what so what was it back then? First which wasn't that long ago, you're young. Uh first one it was uh, uh how it's called in English, I don't know. Zena, Wire Princess. Okay, there you go. Yep, that's it. All my toys will be this chakran thing. I so that's remember your girl how it's right called. There, Zina. Yeah. So it's my uh, kid crush, you know. Okay. Well, well that's a little different than I Hero, was, but yeah. We'll, we'll take no, either one. I, I, mean, I mean, I was I a big, <laughs> big Chuck Norris fan. He wasn't my crush. No, so I mean, it was like a. So do you want to kiss Zena or do you want to no, like, more like just throw things no. and, and attack people? Bling. Attack Bling. people, but uh, <laughs> it's. Okay, I try to be. She's Zina, like your idol, uh, like a hero, with, like with kids. Yeah, they. What do you look up to? They do something with uh, little cats, some bad things what uh, kids usually do, and with little dogs, and you know. And I was see, wow, I want to be strong and powerful and kick some ass, you know. Oh, nice. Oh. Well, oh, now it's just <laughs> shit, fuck, ass. It's on. Jeez, we got to get out of here. It's and it's only one person. hour in. So well, what about what as far as, as, as fighters go? Did you, I don't want to say look up to one, but I'm Fedor. sure. We got to ask about Fedor. Was he, I mean, I mean him? I mean, I'm sure. Was there a female fighter that you really looked up to uh, or appreciated? Or? Yeah, it was, it, it's Jenna Karana. It's first girl in this sport. and She was a crush of mine, too. First, the first most yeah. famous girl in the sport. Yeah. Definitely. Yes, and first, so charming woman, you mm-hmm. know, she she keep it, not not lose her this woman's side. It's cool. That's cool. true. She does have it all. She's up there, and she's doing movies now, and and she's still yeah. successful, which is really nice. And she never came back to fighting, which was after it blew up because of her. I mean, like you look at people like Ronda Rousey and 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 the influx of of female fighters now. That kind of started with. Yeah, Gina Carano. There were fighters before her, but she was the one that broke that barrier down, and then she stayed away from it. So she's she moved on, and and now she's having a successful movie career. And I can't believe you're talking so highly of her when she turned on The Rock in Fast and Furious Seven. Hey, well, that's just a movie. Man. <laughs> I have to believe it's a movie. Um, I think that's uh, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, we're gonna go to training now. Um, anything you got, Mark? That nah, just awesome having you in. I know it's like I said, a lot of people want you to come on, so. Free to do it. We appreciate it, especially in the middle Thank of you. biggest fight of your life. So, yeah, I'm right. Before you get one training. of these. Everybody gets one of these when they're here. 
And uh, the, for those of you watching um, on YouTube, we appreciate it. And those uh, who's listening on iTunes, this is definitely an episode that you're going to want to go back to, to yeah. YouTube and watch, you know, with the artwork and Anastasia and everything talking. It's, it's, oh, a, and it's a visual, and especially now that Mark's showing his... Or uh, Bob Ross socks. His, you know his him? Socks. Painter and... You definitely want to see this oh. episode. <laughs> These are for sale, too? Every time, crazy socks. He's a crazy sock kind of guy. People keep buying me weird socks. I don't know why. I don't know where it started, but... Like vodka socks, vodka socks. What? <laughs> what's the new? What's the new vodka that you just got recently? Husky, something like that. Yeah. So if anybody in the comments wants to t- uh, explain to us about Husky, you, you probably haven't heard of Husky, I guess, because you don't drink. I only it's know a Russian it's vodka. Dog. Okay, it's a it's yeah. a Russian vodka that's supposed Shout out to Dorian be good. Dorian for bringing it. Dorian. Yeah. Thank, yeah well, well, thanks, yeah. Dorian. But uh, it's supposed to be, I guess, like a, a nice quality vodka from Russia. Mm. But I have never heard of it. It's free and it's here, so I love it. Nice. So it's delicious. Right there. I'll give you some. Delicious. Okay, so why don't you close out the show? Tell Ooh. everybody thanks for uh, tuning in. And Oh, and by the way, I will say the second, two, well, not the second in any order, but we had two uh, highly requested guests. You were one of them. And one of the other highly requested guests big time was john wayne parr an absolute legend and which i don't have to even really explain yeah. who this guy is this guy was a, you know uh, he's a crazy so he's one of the best muay thai fighters that's ever lived um and we are having him on in two days so in one week we're having two of the most requested guests that we've had so stay tuned for that what a podcast huh? yeah he's going to join us via skype and so we will be doing that in two days from now so we'll post uh this one asap tonight and then we will have a couple of days and then we'll post John Wayne Parr. So if you want to go and close out the show and tell everybody, thank you for viewing. We'll test your, uh, your English showmanship. Oh, okay. So thank you for watching. Uh, I hope it was not a non Russian accent and it I was, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah oh. it was good though. It's <laughs> no, it was great. Go ahead. Yeah. So, but, it sounds like a mafia girl, maybe, from movie. I hope so. I say it myself or feel better. Mafia girl. Oh. So, <clears throat> next time, I think we'll meet in Bellator, I guess. Bellator, Bellator 200, May 25th. Yeah. London, awesome. England. Man, Anastasia Yankova versus Kate Jackson. All yep. right. Good job. And yes. thank you for being on the podcast. Thank, thank you. you very much. Do we do one of these at the end? Yeah. A little... Mike, bring it over. All right, thanks, guys. Give him point. Give him one wink in the gun. Come I on, need to do girl. <laughs> Holy shit! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a wrap. <laughs> Shield. What's up, everybody? I am here in Thailand. This is the first time I've ever been here. Been dying to come here for years the great Mike Swick. He's one of the big reasons he's been trying to pull me down here. What he built down here, AKA Thailand, is incredible. There's people here from all over the world. You can train mixed martial arts here, jujitsu. They have weightlifting, they have cardio, and obviously they have Muay Thai, boxing, everything.
telling you guys, I know everybody wants to go to Thailand because Thailand's so cool, but you can't come to Thailand without coming to AKA Thailand. Come on.